Three, two, one, we're live. So welcome to Night Broadcast with Jovi and Chatter. We were doing Ethereum Weekly, but decided it was too narrow a topic. So here we are. We're rolling that into Byte Broadcast where we can talk about anything related to tech and news and politics. And uh, we're both developers. I've been a web developer for 25 years. Chatter, you want to give them a rundown? Well, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Rene Krom. As many people know me, Charter, I'm a blockchain developer myself, been in this industry for almost five years now. I think the most important is getting into every important event that's happening in the world so we can like get what is actually going on in the, in the tech industry. And that's what this uh, podcast is about. And with my experience in the industry, I think I can bring a lot to to the information of people, to the knowledge. And I think this podcast is the way to go to know what's actually happening. There's so much going on right now. There's AI, we got blockchain, we got communication platforms like Noster, or Noster, I don't know how you say it, I say Noster, but have you looked into that? It's using a lightning network for Payments. Yeah, I think uh, the whole idea that surrounds the Lightning Network is is that it's not a it's not actually a blockchain feature. It's it's more of a reducing a one aspect of the whole uh, of the whole blockchain thing into using Lightning Network. Because uh, what if uh, the validators in the Lightning Network actually don't you know the confirmations don't make up and the whole system or the whole chain differentiates from from that of the lightning node. I think this, uh, for me, it's a big no-no uh, to this feature. I wasn't a fan of lightning network when I first used it because I opened a channel to some, you know, rinky-dink contract board. And then I wiped my laptop because I reinstalled the OS. And when I restored my phrase, the money that was in the channel was gone. I could, it wouldn't restore the channel from my phrase. So that was when I kind of just gave up on it. But now it seems like it's taking off with this Noster thing where you can have like a Reddit style application that's centralized, somewhat, it's like a hybrid model, somewhat centralized and somewhat decentralized. I I think upload people and zap them and send them Satoshis back and forth. I think for me, that's that's where we we have a big difference with this feature. I think they're just bringing in centralization to the centralization process. Is actually you're saying, well, people were thinking about decentralization, then it is nonsense. Well, we can bring centralization to this. I think this changes the world perspective of Bitcoin. We don't need Lightning nodes to make transactions. We need an actual blockchain that say, okay, this. Uh, these funds are sent and are actually confirmed to the user. And the whole network has agreed to this. I think that's exactly the point of, of, of the blockchain. Now, bring lightning nodes, for me, it's a, it's a big no-no, to be honest. I mean, every time I will always say, don't use this feature. And I think even to the developers of the, of the lightning nodes or the lightning system themselves, I think they're thinking of it. Well, we have to scrap this at one point in the future. Because I don't think this will actually mean decentralization to people. Yeah, I feel like 
There's a lot of negativity in the beginning with Lightning Node, and I'm kind of, I kind of adopted that mentality because a lot of the the original Bitcoiners were against it. But there's something competing with that called Liquid. Have you heard of that? Liquid, yes. So it's my understanding that that's like a competing protocol for Lightning to Lightning Node. Do you know much about it? Can you explain it at all? No, no, I don't know much about it. I, I just know it as, as a service. Okay. Because I feel like Bitcoin got co-opted by these big corporations that put all this funding and development work into it. But it's, I feel like the Lightning stuff is becoming centralized. And I feel like Bitcoin Cash may actually be better in the long run. Actually, Bitcoin Cash can be an uh, alternative or in any way replace Bitcoin. I don't think many people will actually move with the light, lightning stuff. I think, uh, as I said earlier in, in this video, I think uh, in sometime in the future, this will get scrapped. And I'm 100% sure that we'll no longer have lightning node in the future. That's something I'm, I'm 100% sure. If uh, it's not, right. I think, time is right or wrong. So the main, the main concern it's around privacy, okay? And the main solution of, of to reduce privacy or let's say people looking at your stuff, it's de to decentralize things, to make sure everything is decentralized. There's no anyone with any power over anyone's funds. That's what decentralization means. And uh, with Lightning Node itself, it presents uh, features that are 100% centralized. So, getting back to decentralization is like the main point of peer-to-peer -peer or Bitcoin. I don't think we we move forward something that brings centralization to 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 what we we want in the long run. And the long run is to become fully decentralized. So, for me, you can see my reasons that I I am sure that this will get scrapped in the future because it doesn't present any significant uh, I could say significant help to the Bitcoin network. Rather than just brings arguments why this uh, why that and uh the whole argument centers around uh privacy yeah i think that's why i like polygon so the the one advantage why i think nostr took on lightning node is you can send a satoshi to somebody like you can't do that with any other you know something that small of a of a transaction so like when you upvote i mean i've gotten uh, there's this website called Stacker, S-T-A-C-K-E-R dot news. It uses Lightning Node under the hood. And I've earned like 600 Satoshis, which is worth like 20 cents. So it's not really worth much, but I can participate and potentially earn money if this were to get, you know, as big as, say, Reddit or something like that, and you get to the front page. You might make a few bucks, you know, off this, but um, it's promising. I think social media, the one thing this turns a model on its head with Noster is we can make money off our content, whereas with social media, they're making money off our content. And now AI is making money off our content. That's why Twitter banned, uh, they basically, you can't browse Twitter anymore unless you're logged in which is a huge move. I notice a lot less spam in my inbox now on Twitter. 
Yeah, welcome everyone to, to my YouTube channel. Today we're having a live broadcast and uh, we are talking about everything going on in tech. And uh, right this moment, we're talking about what Twitter doing. I think what it's uh, what, what Twitter is doing, it's uh, creating a lot of problems. Uh, the same thing that I will come to my defense or my point that we we really need decentralization in large scale. We can see somebody holds uh, too much power into holding this and he can make decisions like this, that you need to be logged in, this, that. Well, we need actually uh, a place where you don't have to provide any information or viewers to access the contents or the info. Uh, latest, you can see even Instagram runs its own app version of Twitter app. Uh, still, for me, I don't think uh, it's going in the right direction. Probably we're having a lot of problems in, in the matter of what who controls what, uh, especially with with who owns this, with Elon Musk changes. I think at any time, we will need actually decentralization in every part of industry in this world. We need financially decentralized. We need social decentralization. We need where people can actually, you know, be themselves. That's, that's somewhere I think uh, in the future we can we can we can be there with the hopes of what we're building now. Yeah, I work at I work at a company that does signals intelligence. Intelligence. Uh, we have a lot of federal clients and international governments uh, as clients, and we've been scraping Twitter for like five years or something. We can't scrape them anymore. So that. Using Twitter was a really good way to get bleeding edge, timely things that were happening around the world before it hit the news. Um, but now that you can get it if you're logged into Twitter, but Elon's smart enough to realize all these AI companies doing this shit are just scraping Twitter. So it's now like Facebook. You have to be logged in to view it. Reddit's still open. You can scrape Reddit. But I, I wonder if they'll go that route eventually, too. Yeah, but, but, but I think I think we're having a problem somewhere. I think if Elon Musk found out that people are, or AI companies, as, as you have said, AI companies and, and, and various other companies, they're scraping Twitter's data. I think the first solution was not to actually work. People, we, we don't want to provide our data. I think he could have found a solution where slowly there's people they could either pay uh, for, for for scraping the data or whatever else. But I think what he did, it was so drastic that, hey, I bought this company, so I need to make this change. And uh, as I say, it's control in over one central place. It's not good for any social interaction not good for social, you know, projection. I think, and overall, it's not uh, in any way that helps the community or the society, and that's a problem in the first place. Yeah, I feel like he uh, he just doesn't want people taking advantage of his, uh, you know, infrastructure, which is what everybody was doing. I'm seeing a lot less spam. There were bots all over the place. Now there's, like, no bots. So it might become useful again. I don't know. I think a lot of these AI companies are coming to the realization they got. Our company has like a $300,000 AWS bill every month. Every month, we're paying over a quarter of a million dollars for AWS infrastructure. 
Now we have to pay for Reddit API, which is going to be in the millions. We got to pay for Twitter API, which is going to be in the millions. You know, it's it's not. But they do make money in the first place. I think well, what was a real concern. Yeah, but, but these bills are are eating into our revenues such that it's not becoming as profitable as it should be. But it is profitable at the end of the day. That's a, that's a big question in any kind of business. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, a startup, we're 200 people or so. I don't know what our number is, 250 maybe. And we've got funding, but we're not profitable. We're not IPO'd yet. So, you know, a, a $300,000 a month AWS bill, that's there's a lot of push to reduce that. And we're one of the projects I'm working on is to get us off one of these big uh, servers that Amazon's charging us like 30 grand a month for. Um, and, you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm old. I'm 48 and I, I worked in the dot-com boom. And we all used to have our own data centers. We'd have Rackspace at a data center. And that was what we used, you know? And it's like the the, the whole cloud thing is just, you're still paying for somebody else's server space. Yeah, it's easier to get up and running if you if you got somebody who knows how to use AWS Azure or, uh, you know, GCP. But... One thing I learned during a job interview somewhere, the guy was telling me the more you use it, the more expensive it gets. It's like exponentially gets more expensive the more you rely on that cloud stuff. So I don't use it. I just have, I just buy a dedicated service. I think, yeah, I think uh, I think the AWS model is as long as you keep using it, meaning you keep making money. You're not just using it for free because. Let's say in the in the first month you had a thousand hits, you pay for a thousand hits, and if uh, you get a hundred thousand website hits, you're going to pay for that. That's how it gets expensive because you now get right. customers. But what get- I'm saying is, let's say ten thousand website hits is a hundred bucks a day. If you get a hundred thousand, you would think you get a discount, right? You would think maybe maybe you're paying two hundred bucks a day or five hundred bucks a day. But it goes from like a hundred to like a thousand, uh, or even more yes. than that. Like the more you use it, the more you rely on it, the, the more expensive it becomes, such that you're priced out of using that tool in the end at the end of the day. And you yeah. know, I'm a big proponent of startups should be able to get up and running quickly and cheaply. Uh, you know, I always put my clients on on a on a VPS or a cheap dedicated server, and then when we have that kind of traffic, maybe we'll move to the cloud. But we don't need to start there. The companies will all start there, and then they end up, you know, thirty thousand dollars just for a development machine. That's what we're paying. I mean, that sounds ridiculous to me, but. We could probably do it on a dedicated server for five hundred bucks a month, you know. But still, I think uh, it's too expensive. It is. It's too expensive, and then you're married to that technology. If you start using Lambda and all this AWS stuff, you can't just go to the cheapest provider. You're stuck with AWS. 
I don't like that vendor lock-in stuff either. I want my applications to be portable so I can move them to, you know, when a better deal comes along, I can move them there. What's going on with you this week? I think uh, this week, well, not much. Not much, to be honest. Yeah, we had a holiday here in the U.S. Oh, 4th of July. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't... uh, I had I had a contract that's ending. It ended a week ago. It was supposed to be a year long ca- contract, but they ended it after three weeks because they didn't want to renew it with the consulting company. And so I'm back to my uh, regular job, just focusing on that right now. I read this morning that ChatGPT's traffic is now going down, like the the initial. Uh, Shininess of it is kind of wearing off. Their traffic's down eight and a half percent this last month in June. Yeah, I think uh, obviously uh, things must must come at end. Uh, trends must come at end at one time. I spent quite a bit of money trying to get an affiliate site working, and I I put three months of budget into it. Spent about five grand. Didn't work out at all. So I just cut my usage way back to 10 bucks a month. I'm not giving them any more money. I pay the 20 bucks for the chat GPT-4 interface because I use that a lot. I still find it pretty helpful. <laughs> but the API access, two problems. You can't do them in parallel, the requests. And there's such a limit, and it takes a long time. It's slow to respond. So if you want to do something at scale, you can't. It just takes forever. Anyway, I'm sure somebody will release something to compete with them soon. Soon, yeah. I think uh, still there's uh, a little time to build. Yeah, I, I applied for a master's degree at Berkeley in data science. but Oh, you're going to get your master's degree? Well, I haven't been accepted yet, but I applied. It takes six weeks to get it. Get Hopefully you can get it. Hopefully you can get it. I was going to get a master's degree. It's expensive. It's seventy five thousand. Know. That's very expensive. Yeah, and I I can't afford it right now. So I'm looking for grants and scholarships. Open AI launches super alignment team. How do you align a model much smarter than humans? Open AI has been working on this question across teams for some time. But now they're bringing 20% of the entire org, compute-wise, to bear on this challenge. They're hiring extensively, and many top scientists internally are working on the problem. Playground AI raises $40 million for image editing. The popular AI-powered image editing suite raised money to continue pushing forward. Text-driven creativity expressed via pixels. So that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out is, is there an AI out there that either is free or very cheap that will give me, like, Figma mocks for a landing page? Because I have a lot of ideas I want to prototype, and a lot of that is just gauging interest and trying to figure out, like, uh how much interest there is. You can say you're in a private beta or whatever. Just say some bullshit. How many subscribers do you get to join the list? 
and then you can gauge whether or not it's worth going into, uh, you know, development and spending the money on an idea. If nobody signs up, then don't waste your time. I did this. I built a, I was going to do a co-working space uh, near my house. And I set up a website and everything and listed it on some of those office space sharing websites. I got like one or two inquiries. They wanted to pay 20 bucks for a day. I think I was charging like, like on a yearly basis, but I didn't get any interest, so I didn't do it. So that saved me a lot of time and headache. Anyway, if anybody knows something, leave a comment or hit me up on Telegram. I'm Chovy2 on Telegram. One billion tokens in context. It seems like dilated attention now finally works. This is an exciting advancement if it holds its scale because it means that, that we can essentially treat entire corporate documents as context. All of the Python code on GitHub is only a few hundred billion tokens. LongNet is a linear attention variant but they seem to have stabilized training and it doesn't sacrifice performance on shorter sequences. So I'm still learning this AI shit. I, I, I want to get into it. I don't know what degree I should do. I thought data science, but the more I read about it, the more I'm realizing that's probably more of like a statistician is probably what you'd be called traditionally. I want to get into the AI shit how to train AIs, how to build them. Because a lot of companies will probably want to run their own instead of using something public like ChatGPT because anything you give it is theirs. Same problem with every centralized service. Anyway, it might be computer science is the best path for that. Enhanced vision language zero-shot learning. This study presents a technique that improves AI's understanding of image, text, Task by focusing on fine details with keywords. Enhancing performance, especially when faced with unseen scenarios. Cosmos 2 checkpoints released. One of the top multimodal models today was developed by the Uni LM team at Microsoft. They have not released. They have now released demo code, weight, checkpoints, and more for you to play with. Uh, I don't trust Microsoft. New vector database written with metal shaders. I don't know what that is. Web GLM. New online tool powered by AI designed to answer questions by searching the web. So basically Google. Linear attention for NLP. State space W, R, W, K, V, and other non-quadratic methods have emerged recently as potential replacements for attention. This video walks through several of these methods how they compared to one another and how to reason about the current research. Yeah, all this shit, this stuff's happening so fast. Oh, that's interesting. Celebrities use AI to take control of their own images. Celebrities are partnering with brands to create AI-generated duplicates of themselves that could be used in marketing campaigns. This gives celebrities more control over their own images and allows brands to use the stars in ways they never could before. That's interesting. Yeah, I think as the shit speeds up, 
it may be at the point where you can run something useful on a VPS. I don't know. That's what I'm waiting for. Because I can't afford to do anything with high-powered GPUs. It's too expensive. I don't know what AI model weights are, but their availability as open source, the open weights which contain the actual learned knowledge are typically not shared openly. Interesting. Bruno, get high-quality notes for user interviews instantly. Instead of put, spending hours re-watching calls, upload your user interview recording to BrewNote and get AI-powered intelligent notes and minutes. That's interesting. When I was working at Yahoo, we did a lot of uh, UX research, UI research, where we had people come in for 100 bucks and look at our UIs and tell us what they thought. Asset managers are pro-Bitcoin. What are dark patterns? Dark patterns are design tactics used in websites that manipulate users into doing something they didn't intend to do. Arduous cancellation. Oh, yeah, I hate that shit. That's when you can't unsubscribe from the damn thing you're paying for. Like Planet Fitness, it's impossible to unsubscribe. Unsuspected cancellation fees. Bait and switch. Display one price on landing. Search pages and adding additional fees. Superfluous notifications. Notifications that aren't from the application usage. Marketing copy or even phantom notifications. Who is getting fired? All right. Well. I think he's not coming back, so I'm going to end the stream here. I got a meeting in 30 minutes. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties. Chatter will be moving from Tanzania to Wichita, Kansas next week, so that'll be interesting. He's going to be out here in the U.S. for a uh, web security degree uh, that he's doing. So that'll be fun. We should have better connections. Uh, once he gets over here and welcome to our new podcast we are sunsetting ethereum weekly we like ethereum still but it's just it's too narrow of a topic to to have a podcast every week and we ended up talking about everything going on so that's kind of what bite broadcast is we just talk about the news and what's happening in tech mostly focused around programming web dev uh, blockchain and AI, those are like the topics I'm into. And then he's he's really good at uh, blockchain stuff. He does a lot of smart contract development. So if you're looking for a, uh, a good developer for your crypto project, definitely hit us up. He's, he's good. I'm looking for work as a web developer. I prefer, I prefer Svelte overview. But I can do Vue and React. Server-side, I do Node.js. I do Dino, too, but Node, I switch back to Node just because Dino's just... There's no libraries for it. It's really hard to do anything other than a REST API. All right, guys, that's it. See you next week. Bye-bye.